Welcome to Pictures of a Pandemic, August 25th, 2020. This is episode 11 of American Baptist Home Mission Society's podcast that's telling the stories of the toll the coronavirus is taking on American Baptists and American Baptist organizations across the United States and Puerto Rico. I'm Susan Gottschall, Director of Communications. Since this podcast was launched in June, we've heard about the life-threatening challenges faced by several members of one family struggling with COVID-19 infections at the same time. We've heard about mental health issues related to loneliness created by stay-at-home orders. And we've seen how increasing unemployment rates are, in turn, increasing the numbers of Americans challenged to put food on their tables. In this last episode, we're taking a different turn. Today, I'm talking with Deborah Shannon, First Lady of Zion Baptist Church in Petersburg, Virginia. The church sponsored a coronavirus essay contest, inviting youth to keep calm and write your essay. Today, we'll hear how the pandemic is affecting some of our youth. Welcome, Deborah. Thank you, Susan. So first of all, I'm wondering, where did the idea for the essay contest come from? Well, we started off with once um, we found out that school was going to be closed, well, at that time, two weeks. Um, and then I started to think about, okay, what's going to happen with, with our young people. And so at the same time, while I was thinking about that, there's another member of the church who was thinking the same thing. Um, and she gave me a call, and she um, expressed her concerns, Tresca, and um, so we had this conversation. And so while we were having a conversation, there's another lady, Tina, who's also an educator. She's a member of our church as well. She was having the same conversation. She was thinking about the same thing. And so, um, so next thing I know, I got a call from Tresca, and then I got a call from Tina. And so we all started to, to talk about this. And so we were all on the same page, like, hey, look, all of this stuff is happening. We know about the parents and um, the unemployment and what, but what about our children? So we have to do something to come to the aid of our children. And so their lives, it, it took off. And so we had conversations. And then after the conversations came a plan, proposal. And then we started talking to, um, we talked to the pastor. And then um, it, it just took off. So, um, so tell me about, about the contest. How many youth participated? What did you set up as the parameters? You know, what did you tell them to write about? That, that kind of thing. Well, we, we originally thought that, hey, we're just going to open this up to the Petersburg um, community. And so we felt at the time, okay, well, maybe we're being a little too ambitious. So let's just talk about, um, let's just open it up to the youth of our church. Um, and so what happened, we started off with a pretty large group, like 15 to 17 youth. And then we had some, you know, some parents just like, oh, I'm not sure if we want to do this. So it, we, it, it eventually boiled down to, it was eight. And it was an incredible um, eight. Um, and so it, it, it took off. So we were saying, hey, what can we do? And Tresca said, how about dear coronavirus? 
and there lies where the title um, started. And so what we also wanted to do, we wanted to give the young people an opportunity. First of all, they needed to express themselves, how they were feeling about school being closed, you know, all the situation and things that's um, going on at home and in the community. And for those of you who are listening, um, uh, Petersburg is, a, is an area that it's, it's a poverty city. Um, the, the schools are also struggling as well. And so if you're talking about these children being um, without school, that face-to-face -face contact, we knew at that point that was going to be a struggle for our children. So we started putting some things in place and we've got, we got the great eight that say, hey, I want to do this. I want an opportunity to express ourselves. And so um, that's what happened. And so then we started talking about what will the rules be? Um, 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 what judges will we put in place? And, you know, all these other people as well. So we actually got people from the community um, and um, to come in and be judges of this. And we put all these things in places. It has to be, if you're in this grade, it needs to be 100 words plus. And if you're in this grade, it needs to be this amount of words. Um, we were really just trying to get them not only to, um, to express their feelings and their hurt about what they were experiencing, but we were also trying to make sure that we would um, improve some writing skills at the same time, um, and as well as um, seeing how we how they could express themselves and and not only express themselves but being able to put it down on paper. I noticed that on the poster that you had um, announcing the contest, at the bottom you have this great quote from Toni Morrison. If there is a book that you want to read, but it hasn't been written yet, then you must write it. That's a really great inspirational quote. I mean, I can guess why you included it on the, on the poster, but I'd really like to hear from you about why. The reason that that quote was chosen is we were, we're trying to give these young people in this community that is that is struggling with so many things um, um, for them to be able to see that it even if you're in a situation where your community is schools are struggling as well as well as things that's going on at home you still have an opportunity there is a book inside of you just expressing um, even if you want to share with the world about the community that you live in so we wanted them to understand that it's in there and we're going to help to um, enhance that and bring that out of you. Um, and so when we use that quote as well, it was a thing of even the parents said, oh, my gosh, I tell my kids all the time, you can write, you can write a book. Yes, you can write a book. So when they saw it and they saw the thing, they was like, we tell our kids this all the time. There is a book inside of you because there are a lot of there are several of the children that said, I want to be an author. But they never had really had the opportunity like this to um, even think that they could even write an essay um, or one of this magnitude as well. Everybody has a story, don't they? Yes. Yeah, everybody has a story. Um, so what struck you about the essays and how youth are, how they're coping with this time and also how they're seeing this time. I mean, I, I can't imagine what it must be like. We all take for granted just being in school. There's never been a time that I know of when schools have been closed for months at a time. 
So what did you see in the essays about how children are dealing, coping with what's going on right now? We saw a lot of, um, in these young children, we saw um, there was grief. Um, we saw um, abandonment um, as, as well. And the whole isolation piece, um, we saw where you, we had children that were so involved in school um, and when they were separated uh, from their friends, they were very saddened by that. We also had um, one young man who who talked about, wow, I'm dealing with now a pandemic. Um, I'm not in school and I'm dealing with my my mom having a diabetes issue. My sister also have diabetes. And this is a young man who also said and I just recently months ago, my my father was was diagnosed with um, with brain cancer. And so, so you had children that were already dealing with a lot of issues. Now, on top of that, there's this pandemic. They, you know, we're isolated. We can't see our friends. We can't do that. And some, we couldn't even see our close relatives um, or they couldn't come to us because of the illness and whatnot that was presenting in the family. So we saw a lot of that. And then we also saw where there were children who, there was one youth that said, Wow, I'm so sad because the bishop of a church where I had attended, um, he died, and that really hurt me. And, and we're talking about a fifth grader who's expressing, um, I, I'm losing, and he's not talking about a friend. He's talking about an adult friend. Um, so we found that to be um, quite interesting as well, as well as the young lady who said, I finally, I'm with my grandparents. I'm finally beginning to, um, um, to develop more relationship with people at the church. I want to be baptized. Now I can't. So we found the abandonment, you know, on top of these children, which some of them just seemed like they were depressed. Um, at the same time. So we, 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 we found so much and you could feel their pain. You can feel the anxiety. You can feel the abandonment, which was expressed in these essays. So I've read several of them. Um, what struck me too was what they're learning. So there was one, uh, one young person who said, um, the thing that I'm most grateful for is the fact that we now know the world can come together as one. Mm -hmm. Who saw people working together to, to kind of face a common problem. And also said to the coronavirus, dear coronavirus, I thank you for saving the environment. You closed beaches, you know, which, which kept humans away for a while. Um, so I thought that there was, there was such wisdom um, in these in these young people, uh, so what were the ages of the people of the young the youth who who wrote essays? What was the range? The range was from age um, nine up until age fifteen. Um, we had reached out. There was one little girl who really wanted to do it, uh, but then here again. Um, there were some other issues that she was battling um, at, at the home as well. So they were from ages nine all the way up to high school, I would say age, age 15, 16. 
So I'm wondering, you, you mentioned before about how it um, brought out issues like that young person who's dealing with a father with brain cancer and a mother with diabetes. And, you know, you just have to think children should not have to deal with so much. Um, but in the cases where these kinds of things came up, did you, was there a way to help them process those things? You know, once they came up and they were given voice, was there a follow-up in any way? Yes, we actually, um, what, what we thought was wonderful was we actually had these conversations and um, as we were expressing to them and we said to them, wow, we could really feel, um, feel your pain there. We could really feel what you were experiencing. And we had feedback from the young people and they were saying, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Um, it gave us an opportunity. To, to actually express ourselves and for someone to, to, to feel what we were feeling um, at the same time. And I want to also say that these essays were shared with the members of our, of our church. Each Sunday, um, the, the young person would read their essay. Um, you know, we're on Facebook, we, we're doing the teleconference phone, all, all that. So each Sunday, a young person, they would read their essay. And it's just amazing because all of this love was like, oh my gosh, you did such a great job. Um, it was so good to hear um, how, how you're feeling and whatnot. It's just amazing. And even the adults was like, we had no idea. I mean, we heard about while wow, the school was closed, but just to hear how the children were really feeling about it themselves up close and personal really made a, a, a huge impact um, on the children. And they were just really happy and made it of the encouragement. We're going to be here for you, um, whatever we can do for you. And so all those things came out um, as, as well. What a great idea. What, what um, advice, counsel, would you offer to other churches who might think about doing this? Well, we, we um, one of the things that we, we try to do is try not to make sure, is just try not to make, to make sure that our children don't get lost in the shuffle and to um, hear them out. Um, to, as, as I say all the time, take those pauses break where you're absolutely saying nothing and just let them express how they, how they feel. Um, and they will, they, will, they will tell you exactly how they feel. We, we're just so happy that, um, that we felt that it was easier for them to write it down sometimes than to actually say it. So I would say that um, we're, we're working right now on getting a therapist to, um, to listen to these young people and how they're feeling because this is not over. They're still learning in a, in a different way. So the team, the mighty team of three, um, Susan, we're, um, we're actually looking into having a therapist um, to um, via Facebook, um, phone line or whatever, to talk to these young people um, and see how they can be able to express themselves even more since the last time that we did this um, essay because there's still a whole lot of things that have happened um, since that time. What a great, great um, gift to the children. Because uh, so I think, I do think that often 
we don't listen to children enough. Um, they have a lot to say. And I think sometimes we think they're not experiencing this in the same way we are. You know, they don't have to worry about losing their job and not having money to put food on a table or pay the rent. So they don't, they're not affected in the same way we are, but relatively, you know, I think they are. And um, I, I don't know, my experience is that often um, people are afraid to talk about their feelings. You know, we're kind of taught sometimes not to, and it's so important to do that. So what a gift you're giving to the children to teach them that that's a good thing and to welcome them to do that. Yeah, it, it really has. It, this essay has has started at something that we thought was going to be relatively small. But after you read these essays, no way is this a small thing. It, it just it, it became so much bigger um, than, than that. And yet at the same time, the piece that we often um, we miss is that it gave them an opportunity to see where their writing skills were at the same time, because all of the essays and the judges, what they did, they gave them feedback on what they could improve on um, at the same time, moving forward with school. So I just thought that that, so it was a win-win on um, on both, on uh, uh, several different ways, Susan. Absolutely. So um, from the, from the viewpoint of, of you and the other two people, women who came up with the idea, what would you say for you is the the biggest takeaway? Um, you know, the thing that you're most proud of, the thing that's most meaningful to you about what this experience was for the for the for the young people. Well, I, I'm going to speak for um, Tresca and Tina, and also Pastor Shannon and myself. The biggest takeaway I'm going to say is that our young people they were heard. Um, you know, we actually had the time to, we, we took the time to stop and to listen to our young people of, of, of the words that they put down on paper. That was huge for us. Um, and so then we could see um, how our church ministry could move forward in other ways as well. So this is what we were talking about, the mental health for our children, um, the therapists as, as well. So I, that, was, that, was, that was huge. I would say that's like the biggest takeaway that um, I can see that we had. And if you want to add in, a writing piece of it was huge as well. But the fact that they were able to express themselves and not only to express themselves, so many people was going to hear this essay and say, hey, you know what? It's not just about all of us adults. We're, of course, the employment stuff. Well, what about our young people? What about our children? They have feelings about this as well. It's really a wonderful program. Um, we need to close, but I really hope that there are churches who might listen to this, who might consider doing the same thing. It's a great program. Um, uh, it's just so important to hear the children. And um, so we at American Baptist Home Mission Societies, we will pray for your program and your children and please stay safe and stay healthy. And thank you so much for sharing this story with us. Thank you so much, Susan, for having me. Stay safe.